Hi, my name is Theo, and you are listening to Between Two Trains. We bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area on the 1st and 15th of every month. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas and Eric Most. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome back to another Between Two Trains. We're here at 3411 Coworking in beautiful downtown Chambly, and we've got another great entrepreneur we're bringing you today. Uh, today, we've got Alyssa Fagan from um, Atlas Media. Is that correct? That is. All right, Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Uh, so let's just start with telling us what what is Atlas Media? Yeah, well, I'll start off with the name. Uh, that was actually a little pun that my dad came up with. Uh, as I'm sure any business owner knows, it's really difficult coming up with a name for your business. Um, some a little bit more obvious than others, but um, you know, Atlas is spelled A-T-L-Y-S. Um, a lot of people either spell it wrong or can't pronounce it. So good job on getting that right. <laughs> I got your name and the company <laughs> I right. Know. Honestly, very few people do. So kudos to you. Um, but yeah, so, you know, being in Atlanta, I'm a lover of Atlanta. Um, I, I love the ATL and, you know, wanted to keep that somehow in the name because we do work with a lot of local businesses. Um, and growing up, my nickname was Liz. So my dad thought it'd be funny to merge them together and call the business Atlas. And at first I thought it was kind of cheesy and hokey, but it kind of stuck. And it was really easy getting a URL that was available using a word that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> um, and all the social The other spelling of Atlas was probably gone. Oh, there were a million different businesses, A-T-L-A-S. So um, I kind of have the authority on A-T-L-Y-S. Um, so we know now about the name, but tell <laughs> us exactly what it is you do. Yeah, so we are a social media agency. Um, we work with a lot of local businesses, a lot of food and beverage uh, industry uh, folks, but we definitely try to push ourselves and do different things. We've worked with you know, e-commerce, we've worked with a sunscreen brand, we've worked, we currently work with a fitness brand as well. Um, so really just helping these brands tell their stories online. Um, you know, there's a lot of different marketing and PR techniques today that are going to make your brand successful. Um, but what we try to do for each of our clients is really have, give them an outlet to connect with their audiences through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, through really beautiful content um, and meaningful captions. I noticed you didn't list LinkedIn. Is that not really considered a social media platform? Um, it is. Um, so is Snapchat. So is YouTube. Uh, but I would say the bread and butter of the what my clients are interested in is definitely Instagram and Facebook and then some Twitter. Um, again, we are mainly working in the food and beverage space. So I just, you know, thinking to yourself how you search for restaurants online, um, probably not looking too much on LinkedIn for restaurant sure, inspiration. Sure. Um, so we don't do a lot of that, but definitely consider that a social channel. Okay. All right. And so when did we start? Uh, so we've been in business what? Two years. Two we just years. celebrated two years at uh, the beginning of this month. Thank you. One more year, and that's really the, the key, right? Three I, years, yeah. isn't that what they say? I hope so. If a business can make it past three years, it's got uh, some legs to it. Yeah, I mean, I think working in the space I'm in, I've been really blessed that overhead isn't very high. 
Um, I started off just myself in my apartment with a phone and a laptop. Like most entrepreneurs, yeah. Yeah. Um, Start in your garage. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I really did. And there just there weren't too many tools and softwares. You just had to be good at what you did. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, the first, I would say, maybe like seven months was really just mainly me. And we've grown since then. But um, hopefully we continue to trend up and continue growing and bringing on more clients and employees. But yeah, it's been a great two years. So you do have some employees now, though. Yes, we do. Um, So we are currently a team of three uh, full-time people, including myself, and our fourth team member is joining us in two weeks. All right. Yep. Um, So we're really excited. We also have an amazing intern that works with us, and we do have a couple contractors uh, that we use for photography every once in a while. So tell me what the process is like. I come to you and I say, hey, listen, I'm running this business. I'm focusing on selling my widgets, and I don't have time for this social media stuff, and I want to hire you. Then what? What happens from there? Yeah, I mean, so first step is just kind of getting to know each other. I think it's so important when you have someone who isn't you managing your social channels um, to make sure that they truly understand the brand and the voice uh, because you don't want it to sound like someone is just coming in and taking over. Um, You want it to sound like the brand. Uh, So, you know, having several conversations, reading up on, you know, past social posts or press releases or what's on the website, just having, you know, full transparency on where you are now and where you want to be. Um, and then from there, just really jumping right in. And, you know, the first thing we always do is a photo shoot. Uh, we really focus on creating beautiful content for our clients. So whether it's, you know, photography, graphics, um, we do that first. Once everything's edited, we kind of keep that in a folder and we start on calendars. Um, so, you know, things change, things are absolutely in the moment, especially with social media, you might snap a photo and it's a special that day and you want to get that out there. Maybe a bartender is doing something really funny. Um, those are all great, but we also kind of want to have some structure um, and we want to have a plan. So we create monthly calendars for all of our clients so that you know on any given day what content is going out there, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or any other social channel. Um, and then, you know, we get that all ready to go. We get it approved. We use the photography from that photo shoot we did earlier. And um, beyond that, you know, we schedule it out. And then I say the hard work really begins. Um, and that's because, you know, social media is so much more than just putting out content. It's really engaging with an audience. Um, so a lot of our time is spent on what we call community management. Um, so it's, you know, making sure that if someone leaves a comment, um, that we're responding to that or messages are being answered, um, or even just engaging with people who have visited your establishment or somewhere similar, and maybe they don't know about your establishment, but could be a customer in the future. Um, so just really, how do I, I want to explore this, uh, management side that you're talking about here. So how does it work with the business owner? Are they just giving you free reign to respond or do you have to like consult with them and say, Hey, we got a post that so-and-so said, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's very what? much a collaborative effort. Um, if it's something simple, cut and dry answer, like what are your hours? And I know the answer. I'm not going to bother the client. Um, but if it's, you know, a customer complaint saying I'm pissed off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, 
I might take that first initial step to reply, but I want to share that with the you know business sure. owner because maybe it's something they need to know. Maybe it's and something they got to correct it on exactly. their end. So you know sometimes I'll ask them for help if I I need clarification on their end. Uh, we still like to handle it for them because that is our job as you know their social media agency. But we absolutely want to share that kind of feedback with the client because you know information is power. So if they don't know that these customers are complaining about a certain issue, um, especially if it's recurring, we're not doing them a service. So when you interact with the client or customer, you know, whatever you call them, how are they paying you? Are they coming in and saying, okay, I need, I want to create a Facebook campaign. Mm -hmm. Are they, are you paying them a flat fee? Are they paying you a flat fee or how's your model work? Yeah, so um, I would say every single client we work with has a different monthly retainer, um, and it's based 100% on their needs and their scope of work. Uh, so, you know, we have an hourly rate that, you know, I work with, my coordinator works with, and really depending on the different employees that are going to be touching the accounts, um, we know kind of what our hourly rate is, and we, we have a pretty good understanding after two years how long certain tasks are going to take us. So once I have the opportunity to sit down with a potential client and figure out, you know, they need, you know, us to handle Instagram every single day and they want us to, you know, maybe they do want us to handle LinkedIn and they want us to do the photos or maybe it's a client that has their own photographer. So they're just sending us content. We don't have to do the photos. So just kind of figuring out, you know, what services we're going to provide them. Um, then we back that into a number and we create uh, just one monthly retainer fee so they have a you know full understanding of what they're paying each month. So like if you had to do like a, a paid campaign where you're buying a Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that would be part of that retainer, or you would then bill them separately for those. Yeah. So typically, I mean, we we do light advertising on social. Um, it's definitely not one of our core offerings, although we do it for several clients. Does it um, work? I mean, I think it works. Yeah. Um, I think. Like, should I be boosting my posts? I think it depends what your posts are. Okay. Um, you know. Well, right? we'll say we'll say this uh, this interview here on between two trains. Between two trains has a Facebook page. Yeah. It's going to get posted on there. Do I need to boost that or just let it grow organically? Um, you know, that is really your preference. I think with how social media has evolved in the past few years, it is increasingly difficult for your content to be seen organically. So to get more eyeballs on your content, I'm it's- I'm glad you mentioned that because was, <laughs> that was one of the questions I wanted to ask is it seems like the social media platforms are changing their algorithms yep. constantly and it's becoming harder and harder to market yourself mm-hmm. just by making posts. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing and is this just the beginning of that? Yeah. Are we going to see it harder and harder to, to actually make social media work for your business? Um, I think the unfortunate answer, uh, if I had to just answer it with one word, is yes. Uh, it's going to be harder and harder to grow your business on social. Um, I don't mean to say that to discourage people from using social. I mean, my whole business is built... Sure on brands wanting to be on social media. But I think that makes even more compelling case of why they need to come to you. If it's harder and harder, the small mom and pop guy who barely has time to throw out a a quick, you know, hundred character post is going to need someone like you, wouldn't you think? 
Absolutely. But then on the flip side, I mean, we're still dealing with the struggles that everyone has to deal with as well. And while we definitely have the expertise to know little tips and tricks that are going to help you kind of push out through the noise and have your content seen, even though these algorithms are making it harder than ever, um, we are facing even more challenges than we have in the past. Um, and I think for us, it's kind of just one, educating the client on you know how things are changing and why we're seeing certain results, and two, just staying completely immersed in you know articles and updates on social media and figure out figuring out how not to gain the system but to make it work for you. Um, you might not see the same results as you saw a year ago, but you know with Instagram you know, bought by Facebook. Um, so now, you know, where Facebook has already kind of turned into you have to pay to be seen, Instagram's definitely moving that way. Um, but Instagram is also adding a ton of new features that are making, you know, making it easier for you to be seen. Now, not easier than before, but easier than just posting on your Instagram feed. There's Instagram stories. In those stories, you have polls, you have um, questions you can ask, things to make it a bit more interactive. What, what do you think of video? Because people keep telling me that that's the wave, that you yeah. got to have video. So I do y'all Do you all do that for your clients? We do. Um, I would say more like cute, fun clips versus uh, we don't... So not serious ads. No, and yeah, we're not doing like full production or even like 30-minute type videos you so do you, would you if your client said hey i got my cell phone i'm at some event y'all aren't there with your, the client and he just uses his phone to record a video is that something you think would work or is it too it doesn't need to be a little more professional than that it depends on the setting and it also depends on your usage um i wouldn't necessarily run an ad using an iphone kind sure. of selfie video um but one, I think, you know, Instagram stories, I kind of view those as um, an avenue for things that are less polished. Um, you, you know, you look at a feed if, you know, you want to follow Atlas Media and you click on us on Instagram and you see the content that we've pushed out in the past nine days or, you know, the past nine posts. That's the first thing you're going to see. And we want that to look as polished as possible. But if you look at our stories, we try to do behind the scenes from our client shoots and, you know, maybe more fun and in the moment content. Um, I don't like stories to look too thought out because I think, you know, with everything that's changing with social media, people really appreciate authenticity. Mm -hmm. um, so while you want to make sure your, you know, Instagram feed looks beautiful, stories give you a really great way to connect with people on a more personal level. So an iPhone video of you walking through your production facility or, um, you know, maybe doing a walkthrough before an event, um, whatever kind of business you have, I think that's wonderful. I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong since you're the, the expert on this, I heard that if I post something on Facebook for a video, maybe I put it on YouTube and I put the link to the YouTube on Facebook, mm -hmm. that I'm less likely to get people to see that than if I just put the video itself on Facebook. Is that accurate? Absolutely accurate. Why? I mean, what, Facebook just doesn't want me leaving the site? Is that what it is? Yes, um, and they see YouTube as a huge competitor. Um, Facebook mm, is... Google people. 
I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Facebook wants to dominate the market. There is no doubt about it. That's why, you know, they bought Instagram because they saw the potential there. Um, Snapchat wouldn't sell to them. So then they made Instagram stories completely crush Snapchat. Um, they just, they want to be the dominant social channel. Mm -hmm. um, and they've really made strides to make sure that they are. I mean, they are. You Do you think that some of these platforms, I mean, I don't know, you're, you're pretty young. I'm not going to say on the air how young <laughs> you are, but, but, um, you know, you may not. Do you remember MySpace? Of course, I remember. Okay, MySpace. well, there's some people. I'm 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 a Gen Xer, so there's some people who are like, "What was MySpace?" You know, that's pretty much. You know. Yeah, that that's dead. That's dead. Yeah. <laughs> are any of the current platforms? You know, if you had to guess, is there one you say, "Hey, well, it's not going to be long, a couple of years, and they're going to be gone. Facebook's going to crush them." Um, I mean, I think we're kind of seeing that with Snapchat. That's the one um, right it's now. It's definitely. It had its moment, and I think it's definitely still there. Mm -hmm. um, but the the appeal for businesses has kind of moved to Instagram stories. Um, you know, also partnered with the fact that Snapchat really has such a specific demographic. I mean, all the research shows that it's really for like teenagers. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's great if you're trying to market to teenagers, but there's a lot more you know people out there who also have have you know larger budgets to be spending on your products or services um so yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if that one kind of went away we haven't mentioned twitter what's your i i have a real trouble with twitter i i can't figure out how to make it work for me yeah is that one you like or dislike or um personally don't like it um i also think for my clients i don't necessarily like it again i'm in the food and beverage space mainly um and just back to our earlier conversation, people aren't necessarily searching for food on Twitter. Right. Um, I do think it so has... So who is using Twitter? You know, I see a lot of... Because they got, they got tens of millions of yeah. people on it. Well, I would say, this might you know go without saying, but tech, all on Twitter. All on Twitter. Um, so, I mean, I have a friend who works at a, a, a tech publication. That is their focus, being on Twitter. Um, so there, you know, I see... Uh, like. Politics, tech, medicine. I see some of that on Twitter. But, you know, if you're... Maybe a, sports. Maybe sports, yeah. I mean, I know you know, my boyfriend will definitely, like, look at that to kind of see updates. Yeah. But, you know, I do that, too. He can't watch the game, but he's getting live tweets. Right. Or, you know, I think for me, when I think about Twitter, I think about just, like, natural disasters or um, just, like, big happenings in the world. So you don't think it's going away anytime soon? Um, I don't think it's going away quite yet. I think that it struggled for a while and still has seemed to hold on. So I think it's definitely where, still... Where do you think we are in the evolution of social media? You know, obviously I grew up at a time where we didn't even have the internet mm -hmm. and now I've got a 13-year-old who everything he does is some way tied to online, whether it's his phone or his Xbox or whatnot, are, you know, I really feel like I came into the understanding of social media in the mid 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, so we're talking about 12, 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. Are we just at the beginning stages of social media or is this something that is going to morph into something completely different as technology continues to advance? Um, I kind of want to say like yes to both. Okay. Um, I think we're at the beginnings of social media, but just as you know, 
things like other forms of technology have shifted. Um, I think social media will, you know, maybe shift or morph into something else. I think, you know, not to get too uh, bogged down on this Facebook thing, but I mean, Facebook really does have a monopoly right now on, you know, social channels. And I love my Facebook, Instagram platform, so nothing against it, but I think until something changes there and they're not... Aren't they trying to push us more into getting away from these general chats and and honing down just to the small group? Because, you know, when I first started on Facebook in 2008, I may have had 30 or 40 connections Mm -hmm. that were all people that I closely knew. Mm -hmm. Now I've got thousands of connections, which, let's be frank... I don't. I know a lot of people, but I couldn't say that right. the the two thousand people that I'm connected with that I really truly know them. Right. And well, it sounds like Facebook wants to go back to the other way, where I'm not just connected with random people. Yes, I, I think that's true, and I think you know as much as people struggle with this algorithm that's changing things, it really was designed to help the user. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, you're following maybe two thousand people but maybe you only care about 15. So the way the algorithm works as or as they say, I you know, I don't have any confirmation on this, but they say that they are, you know, looking at your past behavior and who you engage with the most. Um, and they try to show you that content more than, you know, Joe Schmo that you haven't talked to in 20 years. Gotcha. That's why that same guy keeps coming up. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. All right, so Excuse me. We got to take a short break to hear from our sponsor here at 3411 Coworking, and we'll be right back um, with Alyssa to finish up talking about her business, Atlas Media. Stay tuned. Do you want to know the seven biggest retirement blunders that people make with their money? Go to oxygenfinancial.net and get our free retirement guide and learn how to take control of your retirement plan here in 2019. Blunder number two has to do with the government and taxes. And blunder number four is something important to do with all of your IRA accounts. Worst of all is blunder number three. Go to oxygenfinancial.net right now to get your free seven biggest retirement blunders guide and get your 2019 off to the right financial start. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. My name is Van Pappas and we're sitting here with uh, Alyssa Fagan talking about Atlas Media and I am solo today. Uh, my co-hosts are all off doing other fabulous things. And so we are at the segment that we normally play, Hot or Not. So Alyssa, we are going to ask you something and we want you to tell us as an entrepreneur, I know you've only been an entrepreneur for a couple of years now, but whether you think this is a hot thing to do or not such a hot thing to do. So we've had a lot of different entrepreneurs on the show. We've had people who've been around for 30 years. We've had people who have owned multiple businesses. So you're just into this business a couple years. Think back two years ago, three years ago, when you were getting ready to start Hot or Not, creating a business plan. And we'll even go a second Hot or Not, creating a five-year business plan. Um, definitely hot. Okay. Um, you and, did that three years ago when you and started? No, and I'm going to say I did not do it. You didn't do um, it. So it's something that looking back... You just were doing it by the seat of your pants. I was, yeah. Um, kind of jumped right into Atlas Media. Uh, I had already been working with some clients on a freelance capacity um, and felt like I was bringing enough bringing in enough money where I could make it work for just a little while. 
Um, and I just kind of, you know, I quit my job and I jumped right in. And I think looking back, jumping in was good in a sense because I didn't think twice about it. Um, and, you know, maybe some of the things that would have scared me would have stopped me from doing it. And, you know, two, two years later, I'm really happy about my decision. But there definitely was some planning that was missed and some things that I would change if I was, you know, if you planned it out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you are located, your business, I don't think we even mentioned this at the beginning, you're located right here in 3411 co-working. And so I guess the the question is, what brought you to Shambly? And the hot or not is downtown Shambly. Is it a hot thing or not such a hot thing? I think it's a super hot thing. Uh, I'm not going to lie, before starting to work at 3411, um, I had lived in... Is that what you say? Because I always say 3411. You say 3411? 3411, but you could be right. Uh, I don't know. Well, the address is 3411 Pierce Drive, right? Yeah. That's how she, how Margaret, Margaret was on the show many, many months ago. Um, uh, well, I would say definitely defer to Margaret. Uh, yeah. I like three uh, three four one one. I think I'm going to start calling it three four one one co working. You know, that's what I call it, so I'm with you. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, so I lived in Old Fourth Ward. It wasn't until I met my my lovely boyfriend, and he had a house in Brookhaven. Uh-huh. I moved up here. I I love my Old Fourth Ward, and I was hesitant. But I am completely in love with the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, living in Brookhaven, I was looking for a space that. Uh, was pretty close to home. We have a dog. I um, want to be able to go let her out. And um, obviously, Atlanta traffic can be a nightmare. You're telling me. So I uh, wanted to find somewhere close by and found this space. And I tell everyone that Shambly is like a hidden gem. Um, I've only been here for just shy of a year. And even in that year, I've just seen so much change. Um, I see so many, you know, buildings being built up from nothing, mm-hmm. um, but I also have learned about so many amazing businesses that have been around that I just didn't know about, and now they've become some of my favorite restaurants and um, places. And how many so, how many times you go across the street to Hopsticks? Oh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, but it's great, and you know, I, I go down the street to Blue Top, and they are really dog friendly, and Moonbird, which yeah. you know, they're great coffee. So there are just so many great businesses right here, and. I also feel like it has a bit more of a, a like homey neighborhood feel where you don't necessarily get that in the city. Yeah, I like to say Shambly is a small town that just happens to reside in a big metropolis. I love it. Yeah. Well, we thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. If people need your help with their social media, where should they go? you want them to call you, go to the website, what? Yeah, definitely visit our website. Um, it's atlasmedia.com, A-T-L-Y-S media.com. Um, and we are also on Instagram, Facebook. Um, so just look up A-T-L-Y-S media. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So I look forward to it. Thanks, Alyssa, for coming on the show. And uh, we'll be checking back in with you in the months to come. Great.